GAA. TG Cahar All-Ireland Ladies Football Junior Championship Semi-Final. Extra Time Goals Crush Carlo's Dream. Article by Ger McNally. Antrim, 3 goals and 22 points. Carlo, 3 goals and 18 points after extra time. The problem with flying too close to the sun is that sometimes you get burnt. The problem with football and sport in general is that when you put so much effort and dedication chasing a goal but fall agonisingly short, it hurts. It really hurts. There was so little to choose between Carlo and Antrim on Sunday in Dunlear as Mark Keating's team sought to become the first ladies football team from the county to reach an adult All-Ireland final. Just two stray kicks in the second half that were ruthlessly punished by Antrim goals. There were tears at full time, utter devastation at having their dream of representing their county in an All-Ireland final at Croke Park snatched away from them. But the Carlo players could at least console themselves with the fact that they gave it absolutely everything. The end of normal time was nerve-shredding for those on the sideline, so credit to the players for keeping their calm as the seconds ticked away. Carlo actually got their noses in front in injury time but were pegged back. They then put themselves in the driving seat when the brilliant Cleena Nishé completed her hat-trick late in the first half of extra time to go three points ahead. If there are regrets from this game, it will be what happened in the second half of extra time. Carlo presented Kira Brown with a goal early soon after the restart and then fell a point behind. In their desperation to get back level, they committed players forward but were turned over in midfield. Antrim were able to counter-attack and score a decisive goal. If there was a difference between the teams, it was perhaps that Antrim had a touch more composure in the crucial moments. It also helped that they were able to bring on Northern Ireland international netball player Michelle McGee and her one goal and five points was hugely important to the Ulster side. Carlo had an early setback when Caitlin Taggart got in for a third minute goal but they put that behind them and gradually grew into the game. Nishé was a handful for Antrim but alongside her she was well complimented by Dana O'Brien who turned in a sensational performance. Carlo were one goal and four points to five points behind at the water break, but after a spell where they outscored Antrim by four points to one, three from O'Brien, they pulled level for the first time. However, parity didn't last long, and Antrim scored three in a row to take control, but Carlo finished the half with one of the points of the game. Neve Kelly started the move with a quick free kick after she had been fouled in her own half-back line, and after Sarah Doyle and Avine Gilmartin linked up an attack, Kelly was on hand to finish the move off with a point to leave the half-time score at one goal and nine points to ten points. Both managers produced an ace from their sleeves at half-time, with Carlo introducing Rachel Sawyer and Antrim adding McGee to their attack. The impact of both players was immediate. McGee scored four points in the first 11 minutes of the second, but Sawyer was also heavily involved. She created a goal for Cleon and Ishe in the 34th minute, got on the score sheet herself and was then involved in the build-up for the move that ended with Nishé being fouled inside the square in the 44th minute. Pressure was building at this stage of the game, but in this situation there are few players in the country that Keating would have liked to see standing over the penalty rather than Nishé, and the Benekerry Tin Ryland sharpshooter found the net in emphatic style to put Carlo ahead for the first time. 
Carlo led by a point at the water break, and Sarah Doyle put them two clear after the restart. Antrim answered back with two points, but Doyle benefited from more superb build-up play by Sawyer to give Carlo the lead again. With play flowing from end to end and nails being bitten to the chew on the sideline, Cathy Carey and Grainne McLaughlin scored to restore Antrim's lead once more. But Carlo pushed forward again, and both Nishay and O'Brien held their nerve to convert freeze and give Carlo the lead in injury time. They couldn't hold on, though, and Carey's equaliser meant that the scores were level at the end of injury time. McGee scored first for Antrim in extra time, but O'Brien equalised for Carlo, and then Nishay pounced on a loose kick-out from Anna McCann to complete her hat-trick. It was her second hat-trick of the championship, and put Carlo in a great position going into the second half. However, just as when she netted a treble against Wicklow, Carlo ended on the wrong end of the result. Antrim scored two goals and a point without a reply in the second half to send them into the decider and break Carlo's hearts. The teams, Antrim, Anna McCann, Duena Coleman, Ashling McFarland, Rebecca Hemsworth, Anya Tuberty, Maria Hanna, Maeve Blaney, Emma Fern, Kira Brown, one goal, Theresa Mallon, one point, Neve Enright, Cathy Carey, five points, one from a free, Caitlin Taggart, one goal and two points, two points from a free. Grainne McLaughlin, eight points. Aoife Taggart, one point. The subs, Michelle McGee, one goal and five points for Hannah at half-time. Neve McIntosh for Enright, 53 minutes. Kira Austin for Tuberty, 55 minutes. Ellen Morgan for C. Taggart, 55 minutes. Braun Crossan for A. Taggart, 80 minutes. Carlo. Nicole Hanley, Una Fitzpatrick, Amy Dooley, Ruth Birmingham, Nuala Moen, Ellen Atkinson, Neve Murphy, Clevo O'Neill, Neve Ford, Maria Kinsella, Sarah Doyle, three points, Neve Kelly, one point, Avine Gilmartin, Cleana Nishay, three goals and five points, one goal from a penalty, three points from freeze, Dan O'Brien, eight points, four from freeze. The subs, Rachel Sawyer, one point for Kinsella at half time, Cleaver Redmond for Hope Mohan, 54 minutes, Cleva Collins for Ford, 59 minutes. Elaine Ware for Gil Martin, 60 minutes. Michelle Dermody for Birmingham, 78 minutes. Gil Martin for Ware, 81 minutes. Referee, David Hurson, Monaghan. Camogie. All-Ireland Intermediate Championship Relegation Playoff. Carlo ensure intermediate camogie next year with stunning display. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Carlo, two goals and 19 points. Tipperary 3 goals and 11 points. Carlo saved their intermediate championship status when they produced an outstanding performance to oust the Premier's second team with a lot more to spare than the final scoreline indicates. It has been a difficult intermediate campaign. Defeats and comprehensive defeats against Galway, Meath and Dublin could have overwhelmed this team, but at least they had a good league campaign to reflect on. Those championship setbacks didn't make them a bad team. Instead, these reverses seemed to have strengthened their resolve. The structure of the championship meant the last side in Group 2 and 3 met each other with the loser playing for survival against the last place team in Group 1, which included Carlo. Kildare beat Tipperary 2 goals and 14 points to 114 in the first relegation match. So the Premier County faced the Barrow Siders at the John Locke's ground in Callan on Saturday. Carlo hit the ground running. 
Quiva Cody picked off an early point, and any doubt Carlo may have had dissipated when Kira Kavna scored the first goal of the game. Another Kate Nolan point extended the lead to five. Tipperary only scored one point in the first quarter. Eleanor Tracy was deadly accurate from freeze, and Cody doubled her total with another score. Nolan added another brace, and by the interval, Kira Quirk had got in on the scoring with a point, as Carlo led one goal and 14 points to four points at half-time. They were within touching distance of saving their intermediate status. Tipperary were always going to have a good spell. Sinead Maher scored a morale-boosting goal for them, and they tacked on some good points. Three Tracy points in a row kept Carlo on the front foot, and at the water break, the eventual winners led one goal and 17 points to one goal and seven. With nine minutes to go, Kate Nolan scored Carlo's second goal, which all but ensured victory and safety. Minutes later, Rosanna O'Donnell cancelled out that Carlo goal, and suddenly the Barrowsiders lost their way. Mistakes, misplaced passes and indecisiveness brought Tipperary onto them. With four minutes to go, Sinead Marr scored her second and her side's third goal. Tip scored another point on 61 minutes, while Carlo keeper Hannah Rapley brought off two excellent saves. In the end, the final whistle was a welcome sound. While they would have been disappointed with Tipperary's late flourish, Carlo did hold out for victory. That was all that mattered on the day. The teams, Carlo, Hannah Rapley, Kiva Collins, Neve Canavan, Shannon Kavna, Emma Cody, Mairead O'Shea, Anna Brien, Eleanor Tracy, 11 points from freeze, Kiva Cody, 3 points, Kira Kavna, 1 goal, Kira Quirk, 2 points, Aoife Carroll, Ali Cushion, Kate Nolan, 1 goal and 3 points, Eve Sinnott. The subs, Rachel Sawyer for Cushion at half-time, Catherine Kavna for Carroll on 47 minutes, Chantelle Kelly, Katie Gary Murphy, Rebecca Sheehan, Rachel Breen, Alva Kiernan, Breege Nolan, Ava Lawler. Tipperary, Sarah Quigley, Emer Murphy, Christina Brennan, Neve Long, Kira Ryan, Gemma Fox, Emma Carey, Courtney Ryan, Andrea Lochnan, Sabrina Larkin, 1 point, Jenny Grace, 8 points, 6 from freeze. Mary Burke, Deirdre Dunn, Sinead Marr, 2 goals and 1 point, Claire Hogan, and the rest of the panel, Rosanna O'Donnell, one goal and one point, Caroline Brown, Ruth Butler, Alison Connolly, Kira Cummins, Kira Dwan, Mary Flaherty, Laura Heffernan, Leah Heffernan, Nicola Lochnan, Emily Morrissey, Jillan Quirk. Senior Hurling Championship Round 3. Bagnellstown cement their status as genuine championship contenders. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score. Bagnellstown Gales 2 goals and 17 points, Ballon Killen 13 points. If there was any doubt about it, there's none now. Three wins out of three in the Senior Hurling Championship, and with this convincing victory over Ballon Killen on Saturday at Netwatch Cullen Park, the Barrowsiders have given themselves the right to be considered serious and dangerous contenders. There is only so long you can stay in the long grass. The relatively new club cannot hide itself now. The game was only close in the opening 11 minutes. Andrew Kane put Bagnellstown in front. Craig Wall equalised for Ballon Killen, who went in front a minute later thanks to a David English free. Who else but Craig Doyle, who cancelled out that strike with another free. 
After Wall put Ballon Killen back in front, his side created a half-goal chance, but Jamie Wall saw his flicked effort fly wide at the scoreboard end of the ground. In hindsight, that was to be Ballon Killen's last major hurrah. It was a real statement of intent from Alan Corcoran when he disposed of a Ballon Killen player and flighted over another equalising score. A minute later, Danny Doyle swooped for the first goal of the game, and Brian Doyle added a free. Craig Wall might have secured another Ballon Killen point, but two points apiece from Kane and Craig Doyle opened up a seven-point gap. Niall Hickey fired over a nice Ballon Killen score, but by this stage, such was the pattern of the exchanges and the ease in which Bagnallstown Gales were playing, there was only going to be one result. Another Craig Doyle goal helped Bagnallstown into a match-winning two goals and ten points to seven points interval lead. Immediately after the break, Kane had the ball in the net once more, but this time his effort was ruled out for a square infringement. While Hickey scored his third point for Ballon Killen a minute later, Jack McCullough cancelled that out. It was a good time for Bagnallstown to give a number of players on the bench some senior championship game time. They introduced, among others, Jake Doyle, who looks as if he is a special talent. During the week, he successfully led the Bagnallstown Under-20 challenge, scoring two goals and 11 points over the hour. It didn't take him too long to resume where he left off here. Jake scored two points on the trot, with one of them coming after he rose high to secure the Schlitter. He ended the game with four points, a nice sort of player to call on for sure. It has been a disappointing year for Ballon Killen. They introduced Sean Murphy late on. He is still visibly not the player he was some years ago. Injuries have taken their toll, but he is young yet. Then there was also missing brothers Sean and Kieran Whelan. Marty Dalton is also away. It's hard to go into serious combat without players of their stature. In the meantime, Bagnallstown continue to do what they have to do, producing performances and winning games. Interesting times ahead. The teams, Bagnallstown Gales, Andrew Townsend, Andrew Casey, Alan Corcoran, one point, Jamie Whelan, Thomas Marr, Keen Doyle, Niall Bulger, Brian Doyle, one point from a free, Jack McCulloch, one point. Craig Doyle, one goal and five points, three from freeze. Danny Doyle, one goal. James Doyle, Andrew Kane, four points. David Corcoran, one point. Jamie Clark. The subs, Jake Doyle, four points, one from a free for D. Corcoran, 38 minutes. Keelan Guider for J. Doyle, 39 minutes. Jason Wall for C. Doyle, 52 minutes. Shane Cody for McCulloch, 55 minutes. Owen Dowling for Bulger, 57 minutes. Ballon Killen. Thomas Dowling, Lauren Kinsella, Sean Brennan, Eamon Normanley, Dion Wall, one point from a free. Niall Hickey, three points. Owen Kavna, David English, two points, one from a free. Jamie Wall, Mark Foley, Podrick Hines, one point. Jack Tracy, Cormac Lomax, Craig Wall, six points, three from freeze. Niall Whelan. The subs, Sean Murphy for Whelan, 40 minutes. Rory Dunbar for Foley, 47 minutes. The referee, Pod O'Dwyer, Palatine. Senior Hurling Championship Round 3 St Mullins gained some respectability in final quarter, but Rangers run out convincing winners. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Mount Leinster Rangers 2 goals and 21 points, St Mullins 20 points. 
Mount Leinster Rangers were convincing winners of this third-round senior hurling championship tie at Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday. They had an opportunity to inflict a humiliating and dispiriting defeat on what are traditional rivals now, but they took their foot off the pedal and allowed St Mullins to leave the ground with something. What that is now hard to tell, and only as the season unwinds will it become clear. Seventeen minutes into the first half, the reigning champions led two goals and twelve points to three points. St Mullins didn't just look a beaten side, they were a beaten side. Admittedly, as the game went on, Rangers gave them breathing space, and it was a testament to the champions of two years ago that they managed to produce a challenge of sorts. With only the minimum of space, John Nolan scored the first goal on nine minutes when he took a pass from his brother Chris and deftly found the net. St Mullins were living on crumbs by that stage. Jack Kavanagh was their only scorer as they trailed one goal and six points to a point. The first goal scorer added another three-pointer on 16 minutes. In a half-forward line including Kevin MacDonald and the two Nolan brothers, they notched two goals and nine points between them in the first half. At two goals and 14 points to seven points at half-time, it didn't look possible that St Mullins would even be able to play for pride. They started the second half in the best manner possible, when Conor Kyo landed a free and found the posts from play. Eddie Byrne hit back with the Rangers' point, but at the other end, his former inter-county mate Seamus Murphy also raised a white flag. Even though there was a chasm between the sides, it was some time around here the tie took on some significance. Without Marty Kavna, and indeed without his brothers Chris and Jack, who had both been substituted, it was a case of standing up or being obliterated, fight or flight. They chose to fight. By that stage, James Doyle had come away from a controlling position in the half-back line and moved up front. His strength caused Rangers problems, and the likes of Conor Kyo and Oisín Ryan benefited. Doyle raised a white flag, and while Rangers replied through Dennis Murphy and Chris Nolan, St Mullins found some space. Kyo ended up with an impressive nine-point combination from placed balls and play. Ryan came out of the ground with six points all from play. Substitute John Walsh also scored another St Mullins point. With six minutes to go and leading by five points, Rangers had enough of their rivals' attempted revival. They snuffed out any possibility of a bizarre result when John Nolan and Tony Lawler floated over a point each from play. The game died a death then. At this stage, it is hard to see Rangers surrender their crown. There is a small matter of the rising challenge of Bagnallstown Gales to contend with. On form, St Mullins looks so much off the pace. But then, knockout fair, if they meet either in the semi-final or final, brings a different sort of chemistry. Nothing is over till it's over, and it's only beginning to get interesting now. The teams. Mount Leinster Rangers, Dean Grennan, Tony Lawler, one point, Dave Phelan, Michael Doyle, Jack Murphy, Dermot Byrne, one point, Jack Ryan, Richie Kelly, Paul Cody, John Nolan, two goals and six points, Chris Nolan, four points, Kevin MacDonald, three points from sideline, Dennis Murphy, five points, four from freeze and one from a 65, Eddie Byrne, one point, Fiacra Fitzpatrick, St Mullins, Kevin Kyo, Gary Bennett, Paul Doyle, Cahill Connolly, Chris Kavna, James Doyle, one point, Ger Cody, Michael Walsh, Oisín Boland, 
Connor Kyo, 9 points, 7 from freeze. Paddy Kyo, Patrick Walsh, 1 point. Oshin Ryan, 6 points. Jack Kavna, 1 point. Paddy Boland. Subs, Paddy O'Shea for Kavna on 15 minutes. Seamus Murphy, 1 point for Boland, half time. John Doyle for Walsh, 34 minutes. John Walsh, 1 point for Jay Kavna, 47 minutes. The referee, John Hickey, Fenna. GAA Results Roundup Hurling Under 15 John West Hurling Fela Division 1 Final Burn Rangers 3 goals and 2 points Mount Leinster Rangers 8 points John West Fela Division 2 Final Bagnallstown Gales 1 goal and 6 points Nave Breed 7 points Intermediate Hurling Championship Nave Owen 1 goal and 14 points Mount Leinster Rangers 15 points under-20 Hurling Championship, Mount Leinster Rangers 1 goal and 17 points, Nave Owen 14 points. Under-20 Hurling Championship Group 1, Bagnallstown Gales 2 goals and 17 points, Ballon Killen 3 goals and 14 points. Junior Hurling Championship Roundup, Mount Leinster Rangers 2 goals and 16 points, Nave Owen 10 points, Bagnallstown Gales 2 goals and 17 points, Nave Breed 9 points, Palatine 2 goals and 8 points, St. Patrick's 1 goal and 8 points, Burren Rangers 4 goals and 19 points, Carlow Town 5 points.